Hello, and welcome to the Read to Know podcast, where the goal is to actually remember what you read so then you can better apply it to your life. On this podcast, we go through a book one chapter at a time, and then we actually practice remembering what we've read. So if you want to follow along, we're currently working our way through Bob Goff's book, Dream Big. I'm Zach Brown, and my friend Chris Yarber is joining me to help discuss and break down this book. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, it would be huge if you left a rating and review for us. It would help out a ton. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, no worries. Just send this to a friend who might be interested. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and enjoy the conversation. So, Zach, every single episode, which I'm kind of jealous that it's in your corner, not in mine. I mean, I do have this awesome duck here, but <laughs> which I need to name. I love this duck. I don't know why it enthuses me so much, but I like it. Anyway, um, you have had this OK sign in the back. Of, so if you're watching on YouTube, then you see the OK sign. If you don't, you'll just have to trust us that there is a lit OK sign in the back. Where did, where did you get this sign from? Yeah, I just got it on Amazon. Oh. You know, just looking for something... I got it before the podcast. I didn't get it just for the podcast specifically, but I got it, you know, just room ambiance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and this, yeah, this for those duck of, is specifically for the podcast. Right, right. Yeah. For those of you listening, there is a, yeah, there is like a, a bronze or gold duck. <laughs> that holds behind, books. It's a book Chris. end. Yeah. Yeah. And there's an okay sign behind me. Um, so if not, you know, you can go to YouTube and you can see what we mean if you're, uh, confused right now. Right. But yeah, uh, speaking of that sign though, I, I would, if I could get, I think some point I want to, there's something I want to get and I would retire the okay sign immediately. Mm. I saw this on Instagram. There's a guy that I follow and his wife does like wood signs, Mm. like custom wood signs, but it was like really cool. It was made of wood and it was like backlit with like led lights and stuff. looked really cool. Um, I would love to get one of those that for the podcast, awesome. like read to know or RTK yeah. or maybe just a custom neon sign. One of those two things, something like that. If I got something like that, I would retire the OK sign immediately. Sweet. Um, maybe, so, we, maybe we should buy one for each book that we cover. Dream big. You know? Dream big and neon sign. Yeah, neon sign, you know, with the changing <laughs> colors in the backlight. That's awesome, though. I'd, right. I mean, I'd love to see that up on that wall. Right. It would look cool. good up on that wall. I it think would. It, I think it would. Yeah. Um, so if anyone wants to donate a neon sign or a wood sign, you know, feel free. Please feel free. We would love that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do a shout out on the epi- on right. an episode. On an episode. I mean, we'll give you a shout out. You can come on the show if you if you <laughs> if you donate a sign. You can you can you can come and join us for the for the next episode after let's, that. Let's do it. I mean, I'll I'll say that right now. That's I love a that idea. Deal. Thank you. I love that idea. So if you do that, you, you come join us for an episode. And uh, you heard him, that's folks. a done deal. All right. Sounds good. I kind of want to make the sign now so I can be on the show. <laughs> anyway. So you don't get kicked off? So I don't get kicked I'm off. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough joking around. Let's All get right. serious now. Let's get serious. Chase the Jeep, Chapter 7, by um, in Dream Big by Bob Goff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big difference between waving at Jesus and following him. What does that mean, Chris? <laughs> well, he... he uh, tells a really interesting story in here, which I want to save for when we open the book. Um, but uh, you you see in this chapter where he gets that subtitle from. But really what we see, uh, as, as you summed up this chapter, really this chapter could be summed up with uh, kind of keep the main thing the main thing. You know, in other words, uh, you know, set your sights 
on what's really, really important. And mm-hmm. to, and to Bob Goff in this chapter, he really talks about faith and he also talks about relationships kind of intertwined. And he pretty much says, have tunnel vision on those things, which I'm totally stealing your words there as we were talking about this beforehand. But that's really what this chapter is summed up to be. Keep, keep the main thing. The main thing is how I would say it. Right, right. And this chase the Jeep analogy, it comes from the stories that he lays out in this chapter. And again, we can't tell Bob Goff stories better than Bob Goff. No. So, uh, if you don't have the book, grab the book and read it, at least for the stories, because they're entertaining at the very least. Um, and they'll make a lot better sense to you than us trying to explain it to you. Right. But Chase the Jeep is basically that, what you said. Yeah. Um, and I like this analogy that he also gives here, though, is that if you have to, if, imagine everything that you value, everything that you in your life, everything that's in your life is in, all in the same room. Relationships spirituality, belongings, mm-hmm. um, ambitions, dreams, thoughts, feelings. It's all, you know, it's all there in the room. Now, empty out that room completely. <laughs> and now, what if you only could bring in a, just a couple things, right. two, three, ten things, what would be those things? Yeah. Once you figured that out, focus on those things. Right. Have tunnel vision for those things. Yeah. Center on those things. And then he says, crank it up, mm-hmm. right? And that's what he means here basically by chase the Jeep. Yeah. There's a difference between waving at Jesus and following him in the sense that there's a difference between, yeah, I know Jesus, I go to church, that, and you're like, okay, I'm focused, I'm dialed in, that's what I'm chasing. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and it, that's what he's. That's what it, that the challenge. That's the challenge of this chapter. Right. Yeah. To put it to put it in his language, that analogy is great. Um, and so I'm glad you mentioned that because that's really as he says, that's how you fast track your ambitions. That's how you get in the in the fast lane in the in the left lane uh, in America in the left lane. You know to uh, fast track your ambitions um, to keep to keep chasing your dreams. That's that's how you start to do that quickly. Um, and this is an idea, he says it very specifically in this chapter, but in the previous three questions that we uh, answered and evaluated in 4, 5, and 6, um, you, you, you kind of see that language a little bit, um, that this is, you know, if you want to dream big and chase the, that dream and that ambition, you really, really, really have to be focused on that because it's about mm-hmm. removing the distractions and, and as, as we said, being tunnel visioned on that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he says... Again, the key part of like this chapter is, again, focusing on relationships. So, again, yes. another relationships kind of chapter, but focusing on the key relationship, which is that relationship between you and Jesus. Yeah. And he wants you to dial that up right. first and foremost, then dial up other key relationships past that. Right. And, um, and I love how Bob in this chapter um, talks about Jesus as well. He has a really friendly and inviting way. Of, of doing that um, because depending on what you've what you've been taught or what you've heard sometimes Christianity Jesus can seem kind of threatening sometimes it's kind of threatening based off of what we've heard but also sometimes because we just may not know a lot about uh, Jesus and, and Christianity and stuff like that um, church whatever it may be um, but he has a really friendly way uh, of doing that and reminds us of, of this in this chapter that it's Jesus um, and, and God, his Father, our Creator, that created us and wants us to chase after our mm-hmm. ambitions. Um, what, what, I've, what I've found in my relationship with him um, and, with, and with others as well is it's really, 
it's really not about what you what you can't do, but really it's being invited into freedom of what you can what you can do, and and tra- chasing your ambition because that was given to us we believe by God in the first place. So that gives us all the permission in the world to chase after that. Right. So I really like how Bob t- ties this in um, and talks about Jesus and God in that way. Yeah, he's basically saying that he's just as excited about your ambitions as you are. That's right. Maybe even more excited. Oh yeah, I'd say more excited. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you know he he already he already knows uh, what we were you know created what that dream and ambition is you know he's kind of waking up waiting or, or trying to wake us up waiting for us right to really get on that track he's and start not moving in that direction no uh uh-uh, no yeah yeah so I'm I'm ready to get in the chapter if if you are yeah let's um, open it up yeah because there are a couple things I really enjoyed um, first of all kind of looking back before we look forward in this chapter he says here's here's a quick aside here's a tip worth remembering he says uh, that if you want to achieve your ambitions uh, don't be so eager to correct people welcome them instead so you're focused on other people you accept them you love them again others others and he says that starts with yourself mm-hmm. uh, which reminds me of some of the other chapters he talked about when it comes to pushing through our insecurities and in those earlier chapters he talks about that more in depth, how we go about um, pushing uh, through our insecurities. But it starts with yourself, accepting and loving yourself, and then being able to, to do that with, with others as well. Right, right. And I think that stems, the reason he mentioned it, because I was kind of wondering when I first read this, what is he, why is he mentioning that and then moving into this kind of focus on your relationships, dial that up? Is that you can't be worried about other people if you're trying to dial up, dial in your rela- right. your key relationships um, right now. You can't be focused on other people and do that at the same time. That's right. And to really help, one, it's just going to be beneficial for other people if we're not judging others uh, immediately. And we're just welcoming them as they are and not worried about yeah. what they think, what their opinions are. And uh, You'll get a lot further in that right. relationship than you will, than you would if you were just to stop them in your tracks very early on in the relationship and, yeah. and, and, uh, you know, because really, really what that happens, um, when we're not inviting and we're eager to correct really, really that makes us come across as judgy, uh, which nobody likes to hang out with judgy yep. people. So. And again, not to tie this to current events, but if we were able to do this, if we were all able, myself included, if we were all able to do this right now, I mean, you know, we could uh, we could get over some serious difficult issues pretty quickly. Yes, we could. Yeah, if we were all, especially um, you know, tunneled in, you know, uh, eyed in on what what our ambitions truly are and our purpose as well. So, yeah, that's good. Yep. So moving on here, um, he says, when Jesus invited you on this adventure called your life. He did it so you could fill the ambitions he has for you to be fully alive and fully his. Mm-hmm. He also wants you to align your faith with your talents and chase after the Jeep. Again, uh, just another reiteration that our faith and our relationship with Jesus are aligned with our ambitions, desires, passions, etc. Right. You know what I mean? And our talents and skills. Like those are aligned with that. Right. You know, we don't have to basically... I think about this thing, you know, your passion, like you're like, I got to, I got to sacrifice my passion so I can follow Jesus. That's not what he's saying. Oh, no, that's not, not what he wants. That's not what he wants no. at all. You no. know what I mean? That, that passion is a part of it. Right. It's a it, big part of it. And he actually says that the path to discovering and living your most beautiful life, uh, uh, your most beautiful lasting ambitions, you're going to have to activate your faith 
in order to to do that um that you're going to have to give it all to him talking about talking about jesus and so uh bob bob believes that living your most beautiful life you know in chasing after those ambitions that's where it really starts is by activating your your faith um and if if you're listening or watching and you've never really tried that before you know i i would i would say just just try it um at first to see how it goes um because i mean you know just from my experience it really it really has i mean that's that's really you know when when i start with that and then and then go from there um that's really when the most beautiful uh things happen in my life um and uh your dreams in a sense are kind of clarified when you start with that activation of of faith so um he right. mentions that there yeah and as he says even you know bringing it back to previous chapters you know talking about the the faith thing you know it's it's ties into the if the front door closes, find a window or, you know, you're going to make mistakes along the way. You're going to, you, you know, you're going to screw up. You're going to mess up. Um, but the thing is you have to continually still take that action knowing that and, and just trust that it's all going to work out in the end. Right. And that's where that faith comes into play. Right. Yeah. And there's a reason why he, he asked us to start with that um, because he, he says in, in this chapter that we won't be able to advance our worthwhile ambitions if our lives are already fully occupied. Going right. back to that uh, analogy that you spoke of earlier with, with clearing the room and just putting a couple things in there. Um, when, when, when we start with faith, um, you know, it kind of gets rid of some things that are fully occupying our, our life um, and gives us that tunnel vision that we need. Right. And he moves on here to this next kind of section. Mm-hmm. And this is part of the reason why I like Bob Goff is that, you know, I do like more complex, you know, theology and, you know, really digging into uh, the scripture and what it means. But I also like Bob Goff's approach oftentimes <laughs> is that he says we make following Jesus a lot more complicated complicated than it needs to yeah. be sometimes. You know, um, or even than what Jesus instructed. Right. Yeah, we make it a lot more complicated right. than even what he complicated said. Complicated theology isn't bad necessarily, but Jesus never said it was a prerequisite or qualification for the unschooled ordinary people he invited to follow mm-hmm. him. And that's the thing. We can get lost in the weeds. Sometimes getting down in the details and dissecting that is a good thing, but sometimes we just need to remember that overall things are pretty simple and right. we just need to follow these simple stick to the basics or remind ourselves of the basics. Right, right. So let, let's say that we, we do go through this process of kind of emptying this metaphorical room in a, in a sense, which is which is ourselves. Um, he gives in here three things that he would add back mm-hmm. to this room. Um, he said, I would add back to my life Jesus to begin. Then um, he says, the second thing I'd add back to my life is a pretty easy pick as well. I'd add my family and my friends, uh, which he talks about in, in length a good bit. Um, and then he says, the third thing uh, is I'd add would be the things that add joy, purpose, and fulfillment to my life. Um, and he says, I'm not just talking about my vo- my vocation, uh, because he says that um, the problem is, is that some of us spend so much trying, trying to provide for our family that we're not providing for our family. And I love how he says that, because that makes you, that you read that and it just makes you think. Um, and if, if you don't have a family in a sense, as in a, you know, a, 
um, a wife and, and kids, um, or maybe you're not living near your family, your mom and dad, brothers and sisters and stuff like that, then that could go for friends as well, that you're not feeding into those friendships, those other relationships in your life, um, because we're so busy trying to provide that we're not really providing um, emotionally, re- relationally, and mentally and stuff like that. So those are the three things that he, he would add back very quickly in, in his life right. uh, to begin with. Yeah, and I like, again, that kind of um, putting the emphasis on just because you know you do it for money mm-hmm. uh, doesn't mean that the other things that you do that aren't for money aren't important. Oh, no. You know what I mean? And it's not like our life should not just be uh, eat, sleep, pay the bills, and you know, go to church or something like right. that. You know what I mean? There, there should be room for those other important things. Those things that, again, bring joy and a sense of purpose right. to our lives, even if we're not making money out of it, or even oh, yeah. if it's not providing some kind of um, immediate, visible, physical, tangible benefit. Right. Um, besides just kind of. Um, you know, working on our spirit in a positive way. Right. Yeah. AKA, uh, for example, this podcast, right? <laughs> right. Um, is what I'm thinking of is what I thought of when I said, because it's, he says what adds joy and, and fulfillment, you know, this is something that we both really love. This is something as friends we have in common is this, is this love for reading and, and exploring different right. subjects and learning, uh, and continuing to, to grow, uh, mentally and, uh, intellectually, um, and, um, and also spiritually as well. Um, but there, of course, there's no financial benefit at the moment. But a lot of, but that's something that you know we're willing to add to our add to our space because it does bring something that is necessarily more important than just you know having a job and making money. Right. I'll tell you right now, we're not making money off this. No, <laughs> no. I'm putting money into this. Right. That's is, why we asked you all for a sign. You know, if someone right. wants to make us a sign. So right. that's <laughs> this is definitely definitely a passion project. Yes, it is. But uh, yeah, it's definitely worthwhile still. Yes. And uh, and that's. That's what he's trying to get at here. Right. You know what I mean? Those things that don't seem almost on paper don't make sense. Yeah. I think. Yes. You know what I mean? On paper, you might look at that and be like, me, I'm I'm so, uh, that's my, if I say on paper, that's what I look at. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll throw feelings out the window most of the time. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't make sense on paper, I'm like, I can't, can't compute. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, uh, and that's something that he's talking about here. The things that probably don't make sense on paper end up probably being the more important things. Right, right. As as one last question as we come to the end of this, he says, here's even a tougher question. Okay, you can add those three things he gives us. Um, he says, what is the seventh or eighth or tenth thing that you'd add back if you cleared the room of all the things you've collected in your life? And he says, honestly, I'm not sure if I even have room for a seventh. Um and that that's just that's just crazy to right. think about that if we really were to to get rid of this stuff and put those three things back in then we could evaluate okay what else do we have time for and when i did that exercise of looking at those three things i was like well yeah i really don't have too much time for for anything right. else you know family friends things that bring me joy and fulfillment that's why i mentioned this podcast as an example and then also my job on on top of that I'm like, I really don't have really time for a fifth or a sixth or a seventh thing. Um, so that's a great, tough question for us to ask ourselves. Or right. Reflect on. Life fills up fast. Yeah. yeah. And it's like that thing, basically, he's talking about that analogy. I don't know if you've seen it, where people take um, like a like a, uh, a cup of some kind yes. or a container, and they try and fit rocks in there. Yes. And if they start with the small ones first, the big ones don't fit. Right. 
But if you start with the big ones, you can fit all the little ones. Right. In and those three things he mentions are the big rocks in a sense going right. in that jar. Yeah. So it's figuring out the big things first, focus on those, dialing those in correctly, and then you can add the extra things in. Right. Um, yeah. And that's what he's talking about here. And he ends the chapter with the challenge of keep the eye, keep your eyes on the ball. Yeah. Right. Keep your eye on the ball. And basically, in the other analogy that he uses, chase the Jeep. Yeah. Chase the Jeep. Yeah. Which, if you again listen to the story, yeah, you, you understand what that story. means. Yeah. You, you'll understand what that means. So that wraps up chapter seven, chase the jeep. Tomorrow is chapter eight. We're week two. Week two. Week two starting tomorrow. That's right. Uh, chapter eight, getting to the new part. It's gonna be good. Yep. Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you tomorrow for chapter eight. <laughs>